Hello, everybody. Zach back here with Clutch Crew Sports. Today, I'm joined by Eric, and it's, it's uh, just going to be, yep, <laughs> just going to be the two of us here, kind of like back in the old days. Uh, the first couple episodes we had, it was just the two of us talking about the NBA Finals. Now it's just going to be the two of us talking about college football on this episode. Uh, so, welcome to the show, Eric. Uh, I know it's pretty late, <laughs> but yeah, a little late. <laughs> We, yeah. we were having some uh, technical difficulties getting the share screen going on. I will apologize in advance if we have any problems. I am doing this. Normally, Zach does it through his laptop computer, but I am doing this through my phone. So I don't know how good this is going to be, but we'll we'll uh, we'll give it our best shot here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or unfortunately, like like Eric said, my laptop's got some. Got some problems going on right now, so we're having to record this kind of in a different way than normal. So Eric's the one doing the recording, this the as well as the uh, the screen captures. But and there are a couple big news events for this podcast that I did want to introduce the show with. Uh, so from now on, we're gonna be coming out actually with three episodes a week but two of the episodes two episodes that we have are going to be new and they're going to be replacing well actually everything's getting changed around i'll say that because the reaction videos that we normally record on sundays and put out to you guys on tuesdays those are going to be broken down into two different videos so this this video is going to be the college version of the reaction. So this video from the title, as you guys all know, is just going to be strictly about college. The other video that we have coming out will be strictly about NFL. So if you have a preference of college or NFL, it'll be easier for you to find that episode instead of having to uh, navigate through a whole hour-long episode. So these are going to be two shorter-length episodes and more specific in their subject. And the prediction show is going to be going away. Uh, we're still going to be making our predictions. We'll be posting them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We will be sharing them out there with you guys. It's just we're not going to make an episode for for it. Instead, we're going to have a kind of like a roundtable discussion on certain topics. So whoever's in the show is going to have one or two topics that they're going to lead off with and give their opinions on the sports subject and then they'll be open for discussion. So someone's disagreeing with them, they're going to disagree. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be lively. Uh, and that's for that stand. So it's, and it'll be about all different sports too. It's not going to be strictly college or pro. I mean, if there's a basketball subject I want to talk about, or Eric wants to talk about, we'll bring it up. So it's going to be more just, general sports trends going on and yeah this will be this will, this is a good time for that too i think because while none of us are really particularly into baseball per se there are the baseball playoffs are going on right now so if you like baseball there might be some topics regarding the playoffs and everything if there's like a crazy game or something or whatever we'll talk about it so i i we talked about this in a group meeting yesterday and i definitely like the idea because it 
can get more sports involved and you know i mean football is obviously our favorite but this what this episode will be good because it'll be football and other sports all at the same time so if you like other sports as well you'll definitely enjoy this those uh those roundtable episodes yeah definitely definitely um so those will be variable in time honestly we haven't done anything like that before so we don't know how long it'll be but uh probably 45 minutes to an hour if it gets really long-winded maybe an hour and 20 who knows but um but yeah so that's that's where that stands and then also you guys on both youtube and anchor wherever you're listening from are gonna be soon and i i hope this is sooner rather than later hopefully by next week we have a new introduction to our episodes so it's going to be really fun i'm not going to spoil it but we've planned this out in our group in our group meeting uh last night and it's it's going to be really fun so (laughs) just want to let you guys be aware of that for sure for sure (laughs) so uh so eric i'll let you take it away on the scores here for college yeah for sure i don't if you've been listening to a bunch of episodes, you'll know that I am the one in the group that doesn't really do the college football predictions and things like that. But since we've had the technical difficulties, it's harder for us to be able to see everything on our on my screen on my phone. So since I have the access to it, I'm just going to kind of read through the scores. And then if you're looking on YouTube, you'll see the highlighted games are going to be the main ones we break down but first i just want to run through them all so you can see how everybody did i know unfortunately for zach connor and nate none of the three of them really had a great week this week but there's always next week to rebound so (laughs) yeah and so the first game was uh ucf at cincinnati UCF was favored by four, but they lost by three to Cincinnati with 27-24. All th- Zach, Connor, and Nate all got that wrong. Iowa and Michigan played. Michigan was ranked 19th. Iowa was ranked 14th. Michigan, in a very defensive struggle, got the win 10-3. to And Zach and Connor got this right, but Nate did not. And then I, I almost just have to, like, I just get this feeling like of like wanting to cry every time I see a Tennessee game. Like, cause I, especially when they're playing somebody like Georgia, I just, I knew it wasn't going to be good, but I, I was working and did not get to watch this game, but I guess Tennessee had a 14 to 10 lead at one point. But if you're, as you can see by the final score there, 43 to 14, it didn't end up being close. So Georgia got the win. They were favored by 24 and a half. Connor and Nate got this right. Zach came close there with Tennessee. Tennessee almost covered the spread, but not quite. And LSU destroyed, is that Utah State? U-T-S-T? Yeah. Utah State? Okay, so yeah, they were favored by 27 and a half. LSU beat them 42 to 6. So Connor and Nate got that right. And again, Zach was close, but didn't get that one right on the spread. And then Oklahoma at Kansas. Oklahoma won 45 to 20. They were favored by 31 and a half, though, so they did not cover the spread. So all three of the podcasters got that one wrong. But this blowout next, they got right. Wisconsin beat, was it Kent State? Is that who that is? Yeah, Kent State. 
This, you see, this is why, as you can tell, why I don't do these predictions. <laughs> well, that, some, that looks like Kentucky. If you, so, if, yeah, so, yeah, some of these teams, up. some of these teams, I don't even know who they are. So. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's why I stay out of these. But um, yeah, so Wisconsin was favored by thirty six. They won forty eight zero in the shutout. They were very dominant in that game. And then Purdue at Penn State. Man, Penn. Some of this stuff is my first time seeing this. So Penn State was favored by 27 and a half, won by 28. So just barely covered the spread there. And in terms of the spread, a very close game. But they get the victory over Purdue 35 to 7. Zach gets a shout on on this one since he was the only one that got this right. And then, Zach, I don't know if you're going to want to talk about this one later because of after after your rant last (laughs) week. Texas Tech redeemed themselves. Uh, favored to lose by 10 to Oklahoma State, but instead they win by 10, 45 to 35. All three of the podcasters picked Oklahoma State. And after Zach's rant last week about Texas Tech, I, I think I influenced them too. I honestly, they, I think I did. <laughs> they had to listen to it. They, they tuned in for sure. But after Zach's rant about them last week, if I was predicting this, I would have predicted Oklahoma State as well. And then this game. I know this one we'll get to in a little bit. Auburn was favored by three over seventh ranked over 10th ranked Florida, but they lose 24 to 13 on the road. Uh, and I have to give Nate a shout out on this one because he was the only one that got this right. And Florida not only covered the spread, but won the game outright. Shout out to my friend Alan Poovey, who's a Gators fan, even though I hate the Gators with every fiber of my being. I'll give him credit. Where, <laughs> I'll give him credit where credit's due. And then... Is that Bowling Green there in the next game yep. against Notre Dame? Yeah. Okay, so Notre Dame was favored by 45 and a half. Huge. I guess Bowling Green must not be very good. They didn't even score. So if you're a Bowling Green, if you're a Bowling Green fan, sorry. <laughs> but um, Notre Dame blows them out 52 to zero. The three podcasters gave Bowling Green the credit, though, thinking that they could at least cover that, but they were unable to. Texas at West Virginia, another one where the spread was barely covered. Texas was favored by 10 and a half. They went by 11 over West Virginia. All the podcasters got that one right. And then Ohio State over Michigan State. Ohio State was favored by 20. They get the win by 24, 34 to 10. The way Ohio State's been playing this year, I can't say I'm too surprised by that. But uh, Nate went with Michigan State getting it wrong, but Zach and Connor got that right. And this one looks like it was a crazy game with SM 24th ranked SMU losing to Tulsa 43 to 37 and three overtimes. That was probably the craziest game of the week, but SMU was favored by 13. So they did get the win by six, but they did not cover the spread. And this was a big upset to me. I was surprised when I saw this, that California went into 13th-ranked Oregon and beat them by 10 points. Oregon was favored by 18 to win this. Zach and Connor did get this right. Did you, when uh, you predict actually, this? Were you, did you think maybe that they could win that, or did you just pick them to cover the spread? Actually, I, I'm i pretty sure Oregon won that game. Oh, uh, Oregon won. Oh, I, yeah. oh, man, I completely read that wrong. So sorry. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you didn't see the result and you're a California fan, sorry. Uh, they actually did not win the game. So Oregon won the game, but they but Zach and Connor still got it right. 
Yeah. Zach and Connor still got it right though because they covered the spread. So I completely mm-hmm. misread that. I, I mean, I, I was like, Oregon only scored I think you were, seven points. Looking, like, you were looking too ahead because the next one was the, was the upset. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think what of it is too because the way it's listed, like Cal is on the left and Oregon is on the right. So then I, I, I don't know how I misread that, but okay. anyway, but yeah, then. <laughs> Big upset I, on, here. Hold on. Honestly, I was like, I was like, wait, I was kind of worried. Like, I was like, <laughs> dang, did I get this wrong? Like, I'm pretty. Like, I remember watching the game, like the Oregon like student section after the game was all hyped. Like, I had, I was watching that. I was like, did like, yeah, did no, I just like no, leave just reality a, or something? <laughs> just a bot, just a botch by me, and uh, <laughs> I will probably need to, uh, uh, like, not screenshot, but just record. Uh, <laughs> Whatever you'd call that, we'll get a recording of that. So, <laughs> <gonna say that. laughs> and it, it's been a long day, too, folks. <laughs> um, that's my other excuse, but yeah, okay. So, this one was an upset Stanford beating Washington 23 to 13. And this is probably Zach's biggest highlight of the week because he was the only one that got this game right. And so, of course, not only does Washington not cover the 16, they actually lose by 10. So so this one, Zach, were you? Did you think that Stanford had a chance to win, or were you just picking them to cover the sixteen-point spread? No, I, I actually thought they had a chance to win. I, it's so weird, honest. Like, I don't really follow the teams out west in California and Washington, but for some reason, I seem to do good predicting their predicting their results and their upsets. <laughs> So this was one that Dang. I actually, I did a little bit of research on it, and I I like Stanford coming into this. I didn't think they'd win by ten. I thought it was going to be close, and I you know I wouldn't have been shocked if Washington had won. But I definitely gave Stanford a lot of credit, and the sixteen points was too much for me to to not take Stanford. So yeah, man. Well, con- congratulations yeah. on that one, and. Uh, <laughs> Then the last of the top 25 games was Boise State at UNLV. Boise State was favored by 23. They got the win 38 to 13. So they another pretty close one with the spread here. They covered it yeah. by two points. All three of the podcasters got that right. And then the plus one matchup was Tulane at Army. And Tulane was favored by three. They got the win 42 to 33. So they did cover the spread. All three of the podcasters picked Army. So... Um, let's see, where are the standings here? So now looking at the standings, um, are these, these are updated, right, Zach? Yeah, they, they are. The college ones are updated. NFL has not been updated. Okay. So with the NCAA games now, Zach is 56 and 43. He's 57% with his winning percentage. Connor is 55 and 44, one game behind with a 56%. Nate had his worst week of the week, unfortunately, I believe, and it dropped him to below 500 at 47 and 52. But Nate, don't feel bad about this because I guarantee you that if I was playing, my percentage would be worse. <laughs> so at least take that as a consolation. So, uh, so now we'll um, go into the games that we were going to talk about here. Um, I guess, I guess first we can do the Georgia Tennessee game. Cause I, Zach, you, watch this i was at work while this was going on so i didn't see anything of it so i'm just going to kind of let you uh let you have the floor here and then 
I'll let you transition as well. I'm going to give you the floor on this one. Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched this game, and like all the Tennessee fans, I I didn't really come into this game with the expectation to win. I mean, obviously, like we're all all of us Tennessee fans are still clinging on to that Josh Dobbs hail mary throw against Georgia a couple of years ago in Athens. That was the last of our success. Really, everything went downhill after that game. So I was, you know, I was like hoping like for another crazy game like that where we would end up on top. But and then actually the first half, Tennessee was I'd say actually they were out playing Georgia. I think Georgia had a couple points lead, but Tennessee was was right there with them. I mean, it was it was kind of shocking, but. Uh, the new quarterback, I like a lot better than Garantano. Uh, I'm not sure. He took a vicious hit late in the game and ended up causing a fumble, and Georgia scooped and scored. Uh, if it wasn't for that, I would have covered the spread, so I'm mad about that. But, I mean, he took a vicious shot. I don't know his availability, what it'll be like. But assuming he's ready to go, uh, I definitely think, he's the future i mean he's a true freshman and he he looked good out there i mean tennessee's got some weapons on the wide receiver end it's just their offensive line is so bad i mean trey smith uh went down i think a couple times in that game so who knows what i mean he might be i was honestly shocked to even see him out there but he's just been constantly getting injured and of course he's their best offensive lineman so when your best offensive lineman's getting injured and everything and, and the rest aren't good and Georgia's got a great defensive line, it's set up for disaster. But uh, as bad as the score looks, I still think this is a positive for Tennessee considering how almost all their, you know, the game against Florida wasn't even close. Uh, I don't think the Alabama game's going to be close. So this was probably our best shot at having a, a big upset win. But for, I mean, unfortunately, they couldn't get it done, but I don't think anybody expected them to. But the main thing is the quarterback. Uh, the He's given them hope, I'll say that. And then on the Georgia side of it, uh, I feel like Georgia should have won by more. Um, I think they kind of came into this kind of confident that they would just roll over Tennessee and... Tennessee was frustrating them in the first half. I mean, Tennessee was getting under Georgia players' skins. They were Georgia players were having late shots on the quarterback and personal fouls and everything. I mean, you could tell like the crowd was really a factor and everything. Uh, so Georgia kind of lost their momentum. They didn't play like Georgia that first half, but after the first half, they played like Georgia. But they can't do that against good teams. I mean, that's that's to be for sure. You, you can't play a game like they played against Tennessee and expect to, to beat the powerhouses in the conference. But those are my thoughts on that game. So I agree. Yeah, just one quick comment. I, I mean, obviously, I didn't see any of this. So, I mean, I can't say fully for sure. But I, I have to agree my, that my guess would be that Georgia just came into this way overconfident. Because, I mean, they've played a good team already in Notre Dame and beat them. So it's not like Georgia hadn't played anybody good already yet or anything. So they probably 
like you said, just thought they were going to steamroll us. And then when they didn't at first and at halftime, they woke up and were like, okay, I guess we have to play for real now. And then second half was a huge difference. So I I definitely agree. I think you're exact. I think you hit the nail on the head on that. Yeah, as painful as it is. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Our difference is just so huge right now. I mean, Tennessee, it's it's just like, seems like they're having a lot of off-the-field issues, too, this year. A lot more than normal. Yeah, Uh, I heard somebody, like a linebacker or somebody, got released from the team for something he did. And there were players early on in the season, I think, that were suspended or something. And this is all stuff that's just got to be cleaned up, man. I mean... Yeah, it's, this is not the same Tennessee team when I was. I mean, I remember when I was 11 and we won the national championship. And like, I mean, for several years, like we Florida was always a team that would like give us a big fit. But I mean, we usually, for the most part, were beating everybody else. I mean, it it, it was shocking when we lost, and now it's shocking when we win. I mean, that it's so sad. Uh, <laughs> it's <I know>. so sad. <laughs> it's hard to be a fan of this team. Like, uh but I, you know, that they, they've been my team since I was born. I'm, I'm never going to give up on them. I'll still be a fan. Oh, obviously, you'll be kicked out of the family if you. you... Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if I like join the Gators or something. That would be a crime. But I'll never do that. <laughs> but it's just, man, it's it's just it's so hard. I like, I could almost like even rant about this. I'm not going to go much longer into it. But it's just it's difficult being a fan of this it team. Is. But especially just it's not like we've always sucked like my whole life like you know we we used to be a dominant team but those days are long gone right now (laughs) i I was alive for that time actually i was born in 1999 and oddly enough like that was like the best year of like all my favorite teams but i was just like a baby (laughs) i never saw it (laughs) i guess i was good luck if you remember that, then you have like a genius memory somehow. So, <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly like the the time that Tennessee beat Florida uh, with a couple years ago. That was the only time I've ever seen them beat Florida. I know they beat them in like 2004, maybe, but I was still too young for me. So all I've yeah. ever known is, I mean, this Tennessee is is worse than normal, but I've still never seen a, a Tennessee really even compete for sec east which is pretty sad so. yeah it is it is <laughs> anyway, <laughs> i guess uh i guess we'll uh move yeah, on we'll to move. the iowa michigan <laughs> game here uh and i guess i i actually did watch this game and honestly it was really boring to watch um obviously this was a defensive struggle with the final score being 10 to 3 but i mean it wasn't just that the defenses were good. The offense for both teams, especially Iowa, was just not good. I mean, I posted a tweet about this. Iowa, it was either by the end of the game, it was either six or seven times that they got inside of Michigan's 40 yard line and they only scored three points. I mean, that's pretty bad because usually, like, once you get inside the 40, I mean, that's right at usually at most teams, like, borderline for a field goal is inside the 40. So you were essentially in field goal range six times and only got one field goal. That's terrible. I mean, that 
they they had one drive where they got all the way down to Michigan's like 20 or 25 yard line, but then they had three penalties in a row and it was first and 30. I mean that, and then they, I think they gained like, they got some of the yards back, but then on like third and 20, they got sacked. And so then they were out of field goal range again. It's, it was unbelievable. Like just watching how bad the offenses were in this game. Like there was a lot of bad decision-making by the quarterbacks Iowa's offensive line couldn't block a nosebleed in this game. Michigan's <laughs> defense was getting pressure on the quarterback all day. And, but even when he had time, he was making a lot of bad throws. I, I was, I mean, I was kind of excited to watch this game because I had to go to work, you know, in the middle of the afternoon. So this was really the only like top 25 battle that was really going on in the early game. So I was like, okay, well, we got the number 14 team. We got the number 19 team. Like this should be exciting. You know, let's go. And I was bored to tears pretty much the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what other thoughts you had on this game, Zach, if you had anything else to add. Yeah, no, I, my eyes were on the uh, Oklahoma state, Texas tech game at, at this time. So I didn't watch this, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like it, it's, the score looks boring. I Michigan's offense is not very good. Iowa, we said like before, they're kind of like they were kind of like Florida, where they hadn't faced anybody yet, so we didn't know what they were. It is pretty clear that they're not very good against good teams offensively. I mean, they've got a good enough defense, but still, is that really good defense, or is it just Michigan being bad? So it's. Not this isn't good for either team, in my opinion. It's a win for no, Michigan. It, they absolutely needed to win this for Michigan's sake. But yeah, I I agree. I'll just leave your comments there. Yeah, <laughs> boring game. <laughs> if you're a fan of one of those teams, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see much of a future this season for either of those two teams. I know they're both technically still eligible to maybe make the playoff but i would be shocked if either one of them were to make it but they don't deserve it (laughs) yeah and then this auburn florida game was a bit of a surprise for me i got to watch this game till halftime but this game actually at least i don't know how it got like after i had to stop watching i will let zach kind of elaborate on the second half of the game but the first half of the game was very sloppy from both teams i mean they were I want to say there between the two teams, there were like five turnovers in the first half. I mean, it was just unreal. Like the turnovers, there was like a muff pun in this game. There were like strip fumbles, interceptions, just like all kinds of stuff going on. I mean, it was a very sloppy first half. This was another, while I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch the whole game, I was really excited for this one because. You know, we were all very high on Auburn with our SEC power rankings last week. And then Florida, out of the five contending SEC teams, we all had as the worst. But it was mainly because they hadn't played anybody yet. So I wanted to see what they were going to do. But this was a really sloppy game from both teams. It, it, it was almost hard to watch. I just... It was almost like the Iowa-Michigan game, except at least points were being scored off of the turnovers and stuff. But it was really sloppy. But Florida ultimately got control by when I when I had to stop watching. 
Um, oh, I almost said the stop broadcasting. Okay, is yeah, share screen that. still on? It's still, <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's still on. on. Okay, yeah, okay. Still on. you can still see it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, so that those those were my thoughts from the first half, and then I know Zach, I know you saw the whole game. So, what else did you take away from this game? Yeah, I agree with you with the first half. Um, the only really there was a couple major points I'll like in the first half that. I'll be more specific about the uh, the Florida interception, that one-handed interception. That was that was crazy. I mean, that was that was. I don't think that's sloppy because that was just you know that was just an insane athletic move by that Florida corner. Well, yeah, I, I will agree with that. Um, but the the fumble that Florida had, and, and Florida fumbled quite a bit, but the one where the Auburn player. Auburn lineman picked it up and he pretty much had to run like the full length of the field and he was going he was like you know he's a big boy yeah so he he was getting tired and he had blockers and everything he had open field ahead of him but he just fell down and and honestly that was like the turning point I think in the game because if he had been able to score there who knows what would have happened? Like, cause that's when Florida got that interception next after that, like a play after that happened. And then Florida scored like two plays later. So it was, there was so much going on there and he had open field. There was no defend, nobody's going to tackle him, you know, coming his way. They were all chasing him. So <laughs> it's crazy how that, I think really impacted the game. And then in the second half, it was, kind of a continuation of the first half it was a lot of punts a lot of field position game uh florida they finally had a big breakout play with uh p ryan had a big rushing touchdown to kind of seal the game and uh, that was something that they throughout the game auburn finally finally broke but Florida's defense is legit. I mean, they they really gave Bo Nix a lot of trouble, and uh, and that was Auburn couldn't do anything. I mean, Florida's defense was just swarming over over the quarterback. So, I mean, I I should have expected that to happen, uh, but seeing how he had done in previous games, I had confidence in him. But obviously, you're not going to be perfect in every game, and this is a, this is certainly a welcome to the SEC type of game for him. So, those are my thoughts on that. Yeah, I have to give Florida's defense a big shout out too, because Auburn had throughout their first few games had just been such a dominant team on the ground with the run game, and they stuffed them for the most part, and that that's what hurt Auburn. I mean, I think when even though Auburn had 13 points at halftime, I saw a stat that they only had two first downs. The only reason why they got six of the points was because off of turnovers and they were in field goal range already. And then they got their touchdown because Florida ran a fake punt for some reason, which they really didn't oh, even yeah. do that there. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> and then so then Auburn hit like a bomb. Auburn hit like a 30 yard bomb for a touchdown on the very next play. So that was the only reason why they even got their 13 points. If it weren't for them getting the ball and 
such excellent field position the whole game. Yeah. They might not have scored any points. I mean, so as much as I hate Florida as a Tennessee fan, I mean, I got to I got to give credit where credit's due for shutting down Auburn's rushing attack and for the most part really not giving up points. So, you know, and like you said that interception that guy was that was insane because it looked like the Auburn guy was open and he just like came out of the side of the screen and caught it it was pretty amazing so one handed yeah that was yeah <laughs> i got i got a as much as i hate to do this like alan, alan shout out to your gators and and their defense because they were beasts in this game so yeah. i guess the only other game i'd think i don't know if you wanted to mention but after i know you ranted on texas tech last week with how they did against oklahoma and there's some of their coaching decisions i don't know if you wanted to add anything about them redeeming themselves this week yeah i mean i i was watching this and i normally i don't really care who wins this game but i was pretty pretty angry at texas tech's coaching staff so i was going for oklahoma state i wanted i wanted oklahoma state to run up the score on them and just blow texas tech out and make make that like a hot seat or something like that but uh unfortunately for me that didn't happen uh but texas tech got a got a nice win here at home i mean oklahoma state the play calling was pretty questionable at times uh to be honest offensively but i mean you can't take away the win for texas tech they won by 10 they were supposed to lose by 10 so we'll see We'll see if they can continue this or not, but definitely a bounce back for them against the other Oklahoma team they played. But still, I'm I'm still, even though they won this game, I'm still not going to forget what happened to them. <laughs> I'm still not. Yeah, yeah. I, know, but... <laughs> I, know, I know what Zach was hopeful to happen was, was that Oklahoma State would go up like 31 to 10 <laughs> and halfway through the third third quarter Texas Tech would kick a field goal in the red zone again <laughs> oh my god my head would have flown off <laughs> oh man I'm serious my head would have exploded if that happened but uh <laughs> but yeah so that that's pretty much it as far as the college games uh a lot of blowouts the SMU one was crazy to watch because that was a comeback win too for SMU they were down pretty big and they fought their way back, but a lot of other blowouts and not really competitive stories. Uh, but LSU has uh, scored 40 points or more all season long. They have that streak going. So That's pretty amazing. I doubt that'll continue when they play Florida next week, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although you never know there, there have been, a few, I mean, Obviously, this is something I would be fine if it happened since I don't like the Gators, but there have been multiple times throughout this podcast where it seems like we're kind of like doubting a team and then they have like a really amazing game. And then I'm like, man, I was wrong about this team or this player. Like, what a great performance. And then the next week they like drop a dud, you know, like I did that with like Josh Allen of the Bills when, uh, he was doing good, and then he threw three picks against the Patriots. So maybe Florida will do the same thing. I won't complain if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I guess um, – oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just want to give my SEC power rankings on the five teams again after this week. 
So I, I've got obviously some change going on. So I'm, I'm keeping LSU at number one. I had them number one before. I keep it in there. Number two. Hold on. I had this in my mind a little bit. Oh, yeah. Number two. I'm bringing up Florida number two. I mean, that was that was such a big win for them. Uh, so I, I got to put Florida at two. I'm going to put – I'm going to keep Alabama at three, obviously, with the bye week. Uh and then I'm going to put Auburn at four, Georgia at five. Uh, even though Auburn lost, I still think they're better than Georgia. I don't. I'm just not sold on Georgia. I've, I've never been so. Uh, so those are my updated power rankings. So. All right, and for myself, I had Alabama at number one last week. I know they had the bye week this week, but I am keeping them number one my philosophy is staying the same like until somebody beats them i gotta keep them at number one and then i'm gonna have lsu at number two i'm gonna go florida at number three i thought about leapfrogging them over lsu but their offense has just been so good but obviously depending on how the game goes next week with lsu and florida there will definitely be that'll be a big cause on whether I move Florida or not next week. I'm going to keep Georgia. I'm going to have Georgia at number four. I'm not going to quite go the same route as Zach there. This was just a ugly loss for Auburn. I mean, I know they're playing Florida, who obviously is really good at what might they lost to some nobody team or something, but this was not a good performance by them in this game offensively and I feel like teams might know how to game plan for them now. So I have, a, I have a hard time, especially since they're the only one with a loss right now. I have trouble not having them at number five. So, so yeah, Bama, LSU, Florida, Georgia, Auburn is my top five. Okay. Is yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, Stay tuned for our NFL episode. We'll be coming out next, and it'll be a similar format to this, just a reaction or recap of the games, and we'll also share how we did with our predictions. So, Spoiler alert, I did good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eric had to say that. <laughs> I had to, I had to. You'll be hearing it in the next episode, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so take care, guys. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and talk to you all later. Peace.